welcome back to the Storm Racked Library. It has been a little bit since I was last with you uh, because I'm raising a new baby. Um, but as always, I am Paul, your Storm Racked Librarian. And today I am going to be playing, as promised, Alone Among the Stars by Takuma Okada. Alone Among the Stars uses uh, both six-sided dice and a standard deck of playing cards uh, for the dice. I just have some uh, pretty red dice uh, that I have uh, found in my dice collection. Uh, and for cards, I'm going to be using the Forbidden Forest deck by Humble Raja, an illustrated collection of mythological creatures from the tales of South Asia uh, that I got on Kickstarter. And these cards are quite possibly the coolest back uh, that I have ever seen. I'll try to post a picture of this uh, so that you can take a look at those. Um, and otherwise, let's go ahead and dive into Alone Among the Stars. I am going to start by reading from the rules here. Uh, you are a, a solitary adventurer hopping from planet to planet exploring. Each world has unique features for you to discover and record. They are represented by cards from a standard deck placed face down. So very similar to, uh, to A Lonely Road, which I played last time. Uh, and I'm going to set the stage a little bit. Uh, I'm going to uh, use a setting that I thought up a while ago, uh, which is that I am going to play a member of a spacefaring race of frog creatures known as the Freyqui. Uh, who are uh, very collectivist and who are expanding out uh, into the stars. Um, and I am going to say that I am a, a sort of forerunner, a, an advanced scout uh, for uh, the collective from my home planet, <clears throat> just as we are setting out uh, on our uh, objective to reach the stars. Uh, I'm going to say that my name uh, is Prampt. Uh, like I said, uh, I am a, uh, a frog uh, humanoid of some kind, uh, which might mean that my ship has a little bit more in the way of water accessories than you might imagine a human ship would. Um, and uh, I have been contracted by my uh, home planet to visit three uh, different systems and to bring back information about them. And uh, we are going to go ahead and get started with the first uh, with the first of these planets. Um, I think my journey uh, to the uh, to the system is uh, initially relatively uneventful, um, but as I arrive in the system, um, I uh, come very quickly upon uh, the first planet that I want to uh, encounter. And when I do, I draw the Four of Hearts, uh, which is a ruin in a steep canyon. Um, now, I'm going to say that the Freyqui, as a people, have not encountered any other uh, living uh, race of, uh, for them, extraterrestrials. No other sentient creatures that are out there. Um, so I think it comes as a surprise to Pranked that there are any ruins here. Um, but I think I bring my ship down uh, into this steep canyon uh, as a way of making sure that things are safe. It, it looks like a safe uh, environment from above. Um, and I see just a, um, a, a large face carved into the side of the canyon 
Um, and, and I may not even recognize this initially as a face because my morphology is very different from whatever the creatures who live here. Um, and I might even be able to convince myself uh, that it is not, in fact, a face at all. Maybe it is just a natural feature of the land. Um, but it seems like an auspicious place to begin my exploration of this first planet, um, which I think I name uh, uh, very uh, arrogantly after myself. I call this the uh, the Pramped system, and the first planet in that system. Um, so I continue... Uh, my journey and I draw the five of diamonds, uh, which means that as I climb out of this canyon, I quickly reach a forest uh, that is uh, filled with uh, living creatures, uh, living beings. I mean, I think it is a very uh, bird-centric forest. Um, so as I climb up into the trees, I find that there are uh, hundreds of birds that live within these trees um, and quickly notice I, I think I'm something of a naturalist which is why I was chosen uh, to go on this survey mission um, I realized that it is not simply a large colony of the same bird um, but it is in fact uh, many dozens of different bird species that are for the most part living in harmony um, and this uh, I take as a strong signal um, of prosperity um, because it very much aligns with the philosophical nature of my people to be uh, collectivist and mutual and in harmony. Um, and so I, I take a lot of comfort from what I, uh, I find here. Um, and I continue through the trees with the five of clubs, uh, which is that I start encountering the plant life that is uh, here and inside of these trees uh, there are additional uh, plant-based life forms uh, that are growing on top of the large branches and are again forming a collective mutualism with the birds where many of the birds will uh, will gather um, moss and other uh, plant matter from these uh, these wonderful uh, creatures that are uh, dwelling uh, in the in the forest, and I think I spend a, a good long time in these woods, uh, just gathering data and information about the place, um, both towards the eye of if uh, settlers from my planet are to come here, how is it that they are going to be able to survive? Um, but just as importantly. Uh, for my people is gathering information in a way that will allow us to make as minimal an impact on the planet as we can when we arrive. Um, and so I return uh, into the steep canyon to uh, continue uh, my surveying. Um, obviously, I'm one frog, uh, and I can't uh, gather all the information about the entire planet, but I can uh, uh, survey as much of the area as is possible. Um, and I have drawn the four of spades, uh, which is a natural phenomena. And I think as I plunge back into the um, canyon, I notice that there are um, large uh, caverns that are uh, shooting off from the canyon. Um, and as I delve into those, I see that they are uh, filled with rocky formations that have been carved and etched by the flow of water over the millennia. Um, and I know that this is a site that my people will want to preserve 
uh, and uh, and witness for themselves over the years. All right, I have one more card uh, for uh, this planet, uh, which is the Queen of Hearts. Uh, that is uh, more ruins, um, and these take place in deep water, uh, which I think I am going to take to mean uh, that there are some deep pools uh, within the caverns that I have been exploring. Um, and once again, uh, I find a, uh, a carving, uh, this time uh, etched into a stalagmite um, deep under the, the, the water in this pool, in this cavern. Um, and here I am certain that this is a uh, uh, a not a natural formation uh, where I was able to convince myself uh, before that maybe the, the face carved in the canyon side uh, was natural. This is certainly um, not natural. In fact, I'm going to say that it is almost uh, the stalagmite has been turned into something of an obelisk, um, a, a large cylindrical uh, uh, stone shape that has all sorts of uh, things carved into it. Um, and I think I am entranced by this artifact and spend uh, days, weeks, perhaps a month studying it um, and realize after some study that it is a representation of the mathematics of the people who once lived here. I um, mean, I take some careful notes on it um, and then I get back in my ship and I uh, head out into space uh, and towards the next planet on my list. Um, for this planet, I have drawn as a beginning the six of spades. Um, spades are natural phenomena, and the six is on the snowy peak of a mountain. Um, and so I think uh, I get to this next system, and I am quickly a little bit disappointed uh, after I just experienced a fantastic planet uh, with ruins and life and uh, all sorts of philosophical implications. Um, this system only has one planet that seems to have any promise to it. Um, and that planet is uh, snowy and rocky and cold um, and at least initially lifeless. Um, and I land on the peak of a mountain. And uh, what I encounter is uh, strange atmospheric phenomena. There are uh, storms that boil across the face of this planet, uh, bringing with them uh, phenomena that I had not even dreamed of. Um, and as I uh, forge for further into the planet, um, I have drawn the King of Hearts, um, and I see uh, floating in the air uh, above me um, a um, another ship, uh, another spaceship uh, that I immediately you know switch all my sensors over and think that I am going to be making first contact with some additional people. Um, but as the storm passes, I see that it, it was just the storm. It was not, in fact, uh, any evidence of other life. And I leave this planet um, brokenhearted and disappointed, um, but still uh, positive and encouraged for what I might find on the third planet that I have been contracted to view, uh, which uh, for this planet I have drawn the Eight of Clubs, uh, clubs are plants and other immobile forms of life, um, and the eight is on a glacier. And um, so I think I, I hop from one cold planet uh, to another, um, and I, I land on a vast uh, glacier 
uh, sort of uh, uh, Arctic-like uh, compared to our own planet. Um, but strangely enough, despite the cold, um, I find that there is a thriving uh, form of, of plant life. And I don't even know if plant is the appropriate word. Uh, I think uh, what I find are growing crystalline entities uh, that climb up out of the snow uh, and cross uh, the vast tundra plains. Um, and I follow these uh, exploring uh, across the surface, and eventually I uh, come upon uh, a, an entry into uh, uh, underneath uh, the ice and find that there is a system of ice catacombs uh, that is being carved by flowing water. Um, this planet has a, a, a bright and strong sun, so despite the fact that it is cold and glacial here, um, a lot of that ice is melting and flowing, um, but that flow is taking place underneath the glacier. And as I uh, follow this water, it quickly uh, gathers from multiple channels and forms a vast um, but slow river uh, that is carving its way uh, through the glaciers. Um, and I follow this uh, to the King of Clubs, um, to a, uh, a deep cavern underneath where the, uh, this river has emptied into a vast, almost oceanic-sized um, lake uh, that is roofed by uh, this white uh, glacier um, and illuminated by uh, some bioluminescence from the crystalline uh, plant form that has uh, that has grown here. I mean, I think underground it takes a different form. Where above ground, um, that bioluminescence didn't really exist. It didn't need to, um, and things very much grew vertical uh, to try to uh, compete for the sun's energy. Uh, here, the uh, the crystalline plant entities are taking advantage of more underground sources of energy, sulfurous uh, power. Uh, that they are harvesting. Um, and as a result, they are creating some light and uh, growing in more twisted fractal patterns uh, throughout the underground cavern. Um, and I continue my work uh, here uh, with the uh, three of hearts. Uh, so this is another three. Uh, so I uh, find an outlet, uh, a gentle river that is outletting uh, from this place. Um, and hearts are ruins once again. Um, I'm going to say here that the ruins are in fact uh, ruins of uh, the plant life. Uh, I find, um, uh, you, you know, before the crystalline plants that I encountered were clearly alive, they were growing, they were thriving. Um, and here at the outlet of this, uh, of this glacial oceanic lake, um, this plant life is not thriving, it is uh, it is ruins. It is just the shells, a sort of coral reef-like, uh, just the remnants of old creatures that once existed here, um, but that are no longer growing or thriving. Um, and despite the technical scientific interest of this place, I have to quickly conclude that there just is not uh, very much in the way of um, uh, opportunity for my people here. Um, and I name this planet... Uh, Amr, uh, which which has ominous uh, overtones uh, in the Frequi language, um, and I uh, get back on my ship after at this point 
years of travel between planets um, and years studying each planet. Um, and I take with me my extensive scientific notes um, and I head back uh, to uh, to Frequi, to my home planet, to deliver the news that um, there are signs of life, uh, even intelligent life, uh, out there. Um, and there are places, not all of them, but some of them, uh, where my people might thrive um, out there among the stars. This has been Alone Among the Stars by Takuma Okada. As always, uh, you can uh, support me by going to stormrackedlibrary.net. As promised, I will post some pictures of the cards and dice that I used for today's game. Otherwise, farewell from the Stormracked Library. Come check us out again sometime.